Hi, this is your host, Nisa Harris, and you are listening to Shomea Ve'one Tehillim and Other Hebrew Texts Podcast, episode 126. The following is the recitation of Psalm 115, aka Perek or Mizmor Kuf Tet Vav. After the recitation, stay tuned to hear more about this Mizmor. Psalm 115 Lolanu Adonai Lolanu Ki Lishimcha Ten Kavod Al Chastecha Al Amitacha Lama Yomru Hagoyim Aye Na Elohehem Veloheinu Vashamayim Kol Asher Hafetz Asa Atzabehem Kesef Vizahav Maaseh Yidei Adam Pe Lahem Velo Yidaberu Enayim Lahem Velo Yiru Oznayim Lahem Velo Yishmau Af Lahem Velo Yirichun Yidehem Below Yemishun Raglehem Below Yehalehu Lo Yagu Bigronam Kimohem Yu Osehem Kol Asher Boteach Bahem Yisrael Betach Badonai Ezram Umaginam Hu Beit Aron Bitru Vadonai Ezram Umaginam Hu Yirei Adonai Bitru Vadonai Ezram Umaginam Hu Adonai Zecharanu Yivarech Yivarech et Beit Yisrael Yivarech et Beit Aharon Yivarech Yirei Adonai Haktanim Im Hagedolim Yosef Adonai Alechem Alechem Ve'al Bnechem Beruchim Atem Ladonai Ose 
Shamayim Va'aretz. Hashamayim Shamayim Ladonai Ve'aretz Natan Libnei Adam Lo Hametim Yahalalu Yah Velo Kol Your Day Duma Va'anachnu Nevarech Ya Meata Ve'ad Olam Hallelujah. Psalm 115 continues what we know as the Hallel Prayer. This Mizmor is actually seen as a continuation or even per the Radak, previously part of the previous Mizmor. The first half, starting with Lolanu, is said at times when we have half Hallel, and then we would continue with Hashem Zecharanu Yivarech, that is midway through this psalm, even if that first part is excluded. It's understood that the argument that Moshe Rabbeinu had with Hashem after the Chet Egel, the golden calf, is the same one that we are using here. Namely, don't save us and continue to be with us for our sake, Hashem. Do it for your sake. The nation of Israel may not be worthy, but don't give the other nations a reason to say anything negative about you, that you abandoned a people after having chosen them. After which, it highlights the recognition that Hashem, our God, is in fact in heaven, despite what other nations might think, and then goes on to differentiate Hashem versus man-made gods, made of gold and silver that have no senses. One part of the, those psukim that felt particularly relevant nowadays is in Pasuk 6, Aflahem velo yerichun. These false idols have noses, but they cannot smell. What exactly does that mean? It's not like Hashem has a physical nose. Yet, Rabbi Daniel Fridman points out that karbanot, sacrifices in the Holy Temple, are so pleasing to Hashem because of the reach nichoach, the pleasant smells that ascend heavenward. Smells actually are part and parcel of connecting with Hashem on a deeper level. Those who have had COVID can attest to the fact that not being able to smell or uh, taste for sure disconnects you from the world around you in a way that we took for granted before losing that ability. Then Pesach 8 continues, Kimohem yihiyu osehem, kol bahem. Those who fashion them, all who trust in them, shall become like them. This is not just a point of admonishing that you should not worship idols or you will become like them in the same way that they aren't able to talk or smell, etc. Rather, this is a point of observation. This message is highlighting that whatever you trust in becomes the controlling force in your life. All the commentaries will point to things like your surrounding culture, idolizing sports or singers or fashion or money or acquiring stuff, etc. I want to focus on how even our very own thoughts about ourselves and the feelings we have towards the world around us can also be falsely something we are putting our trust in 
that ends up controlling our lives and disconnects us from others and the world around us, also ourselves. We see all around us this idealizing of the self and self-love and self-care and iPhone and I-everything. I'm needing to point this out that this isn't the disease, like I hear people saying, that we are all self-absorbed. I see it as merely a symptom of this allowing ourselves to be controlled by false thoughts. I just heard a guest rabbi from the Bima talk this Shabbos about how going to a therapist is selfish because we are just focused on ourselves. This may be what his thought is needed to teach about if you do think that selfishness itself is the disease. I was honestly disheartened to hear this being taught from the podium, and I hope no one would ever be dissuaded from going to therapy if they ever really needed it out of fear that this is a selfish thing to do. Yes, perhaps they are focused on themselves. Perhaps they have this trust and false belief that their worth is either over the top or way below what any other human should be feeling. But either way, their own self-beliefs are controlling their lives and they are becoming those beliefs. Luckily, this works in the opposite direction as well. The psukim go on to reinforce that after all the previous psalms we just read and the discussion of Hashem's chesed and kindness and clear involvement in our lives, that is what they are holding on to and that they know that Hashem will remember them despite them not feeling deserving at that moment. And Yisrael, the house of Aaron, and all who fear God, betach, they trust that God will protect and defend them. They are declaring in their minds and hearts, not only that they trust that Hashem will take care of them, but that, that they themselves are worthy of putting that trust and connecting to something beyond the self-limiting false thoughts that were keeping them disconnected. Pasuk 17 says, Lo which could easily be translated as, the dead cannot praise the Lord. But there is another way of understanding this, and forgive me, I need to find the source, who says that metim doesn't mean dead here. It means those who are disconnected. When you are disconnected from all that is around you, it is that much harder to have gratitude and give praise for and feel all the good that does happen in our lives. If instead of simply reacting to potentially false habits and thoughts that we have heated all of our lives, we feel into the emotions that come before our actions, then we can start to trust ourselves that we are making choices that are actually healthy for us instead of perpetuating the pursuit and need for those false, unhealthy choices that leave us feeling disconnected. I recognize how packed that statement is and easier said than done, but there are tools. And if you are interested, please feel free to message me and I can give you some resources. May we be able to start to recognize the patterns of our feelings and actions and gain a better sense of what is actually healthy for us to do instead and learn how to carry it out from there. 
The learning and recitation for this week's episode is in honor of my oldest daughter's birthday. May Plia Tanya continue to be a source of nachas for us and all she meets, and may she grow in health, love, and wisdom of Torah and learning, kindness and healthy compassion, altruism, humor, creativity, and always be a blessing to all that know her. If there is an episode that you would like to sponsor, or if you have any questions, please email me at nurseNisa1, N-U-R-S-E-N-I-S-A, the number one, at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to join the Facebook group to be aware of upcoming episodes. Please subscribe and share. Thank you for joining. Okay.